0: Guys, you're just going to be floored by the story on this podcast. I know I've said that for many other guests, but literally, I've known this guy my whole life, right? He's my cousin, as you can tell in the title, and he's older than me, so I've literally known him all my life, and I kind of knew the situation that he had finished college debt-free um, with great scholarship you know, opportunities, but I'm just amazed at how much went into this and how God really provided but the clincher, first of all, Stevie, I love you, man. I love how you calculated it out for me. $55,000 in college scholarships that took you through college, but not only with tuition and such, but books, gas money, food money, and you didn't have to work. You just didn't have to work. And, and, you guys will hear at the end of this, when he got a an internship towards the end of his college career, right, he was able to just save his entire income from that internship. He's an engineer, so engineering interns, they make some good money. Other interns tend to not as much, but he was able to hundred percent save and invest his income from that internship because he was still living on his scholarships and he earned the real clincher is $55,000 in college scholarships from four recycled essays. Now that's huge. So I've mentioned before you can reuse essays um, scholarships, you know, just make it personal each time. You're not plagiarizing. It's not a someone else's. I mean, don't use someone else's essay, but it's your own, you know, and it's just amazing. He generally used the same ones and got all of this money. You're not going to want to miss what he laid out as well. Basically, I didn't even ask him too many questions. I just kind of let him run this whole podcast and he even laid out various points, for you guys to take away, which I will also list down in the description so that you can go back and hear the clear points, because, I mean, listen, if you guys want Steven on again, go and post in the Facebook group, okay, (laughs) Uh, under the Christian College Girl Community on Facebook, because we're definitely going to have him on to interview again, so come along, welcome my cousin Steven to the podcast, let's get it. until some scholarships and real rare school hacks got me through debt-free, and I can show you how to do this as well. In this podcast, you'll find mental peace, answers for your future, and enough money to kill it at college. So grab your cold brew and TI-89 and enroll in the most stress-free and debt-free class that you've ever attended. This is Money and Mental Peace. Hey guys, before we get started, I just wanted to do a quick disclaimer. Whoever I'm having on to interview next, I'm so glad that you'll get to hear all this great stuff they have to say. However, I want to clarify that all the opinions expressed in this interview are not necessarily mine, meaning... Um, if you also, you go choose to listen to the podcast or YouTube channel of whoever I'm interviewing, I am not necessarily agreeing with all their views or opinions. I just wanted to clarify that because you always need to pray and use discernment with who you listen to. Obviously with listening to me as well, you need to do that. Hey guys, I'm back with my cousin, actually, my cousin, Steven, who it's, so cool. I love to actually, Stephen, you don't know this, but I tell people regularly, like, yeah, my cousin works at NASA, so it's pretty cool. <laughs> um, um, but my cousin, Stephen, who did some crazy cool things with graduating from college, and I'm um, getting bunch of scholarships, how he paid for schol- um, college. So Stephen, hi, welcome. And can you kind of give me this just mini bio about you, and then we'll dig deeper into your story.
1: Oh, sure. Hey, Kara. Uh, hey. It's nice to be on. I would like to say a long time listener, first time being interviewed, right?
0: <laughs> first time caller.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, um, obviously I'm your cousin, uh, but I'm about four years older than you. So I kind of experienced this right before you uh, start experiencing it. And so just to give, like you said, I I work at NASA. It's kind of my dream job. So working backwards, um, I can help tell a little bit um, about where I got from there and all that stuff. But and then a lot of what you were interested in was about focusing on scholarships and stuff. But some things that stand out for me, I have five five boys, and one more is on the way next year early. So we don't know boy or girl yet, so we'll see. I was going to say, do
0: you know it's another boy? <laughs> we know it's just know
1: one. Either. We saw the ultrasound, so we're like, it's just going to be twins. But yeah, so that's something really unique. And uh yeah, and have my dream job at NASA as electrical engineer, controls engineer. And uh, I went... Uh, grew up in vegas um and at unlv so university of nevada las vegas is where i went to college and yeah i i i did get a full ride um basic tuition paid for everything and then as we we can talk about it but also my food gas cell phone and things like that all through scholarships so yeah i was definitely blessed by god
0: you know, I feel like I've never actually heard this story in its entirety. So I'm excited for it because I hadn't realized that this was also like food and whatever else coverage. So yeah. I'm excited for this. But yeah, let me acknowledge guys. He's got a bunch of adorable little boys and we all hung out the 4th of July and hey, they they handled the fireworks better this year. Let's just say that. Um, but love your kiddos and he knows all of this stuff and engineer at nasa like i mean he's he's already imagined we've talked already about his kids in college but don't worry it's not time yet don't worry (laughs) they gotta learn to drive first but um so we went and visited nasa at one point and all of it was pretty amazing but i remember that you showed us like the the mars rover and like the moon sand they would use to practice on it which is just crazy cool yeah, we said
1: that's where they filmed uh, landing on the Moon, right? Yeah. There's <laughs> a whole big room with uh, lots of sand in there. Lots of
0: sand. <laughs> so cool, so cool. Um, also, he used to work at Hoover Dam, and we got a big in-depth, like, tour. Like, that was one of the coolest things. I don't think many people get a tour that deep. We went to the Bat Cave. Remember? You made me oh, go first. Yeah. Yes. But I said I would go first. There's a lot of bats <laughs> down there. Okay, Um. so, Stephen, can you kind of give us your journey your story and I I'm kind of just going to give you free reign (laughs) but I might interject (laughs) a question or a clarifying point here or there but I think starting at some point in high school when you were looking into this you know and in deciding engineer and how you not only got I mean tuition paid for but all the other stuff it's just really amazing and so um, I'm going to give you the give you the mic
1: Oh yeah, sure. Yeah, interrupt me anytime uh but yeah, it's a wonderful story like I said God's hand is in everything I could see through my journey. But like we said, you already pointed out a couple things. That right there is why I wanted to become an engineer. Kind of always you we can control things that, you know, that seem amazing or magical, especially even electrical engineering. So, even growing up as a child, you know, I was always interested in things even simple as a pen taking it apart liked taking it, learning how stuff worked, and as you know, our family is full of teachers. I don't even know if we have an engineer in the family. Uh, my parents always joke they thought an engineer was who drives the trains, um, so <laughs> I don't even think they knew this career. But
0: <laughs> I did I think liked. about teaching, too, and then I don't think there's another entrepreneur really in the family. <laughs> That's right. I mean, Uncle Mike's a, an accountant, so I guess there's some numbers there. Yeah, we yeah. kind of share
1: yeah. with that, right? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so I've always had an interest in math and science, um, and like I said, I didn't even know engineering existed. So it was in tenth grade, my uh, was it yeah, tenth grade in my physics class, uh, my teacher had gone to UNLV for engineering, and so he brought someone in from the college who's basically like a recruiter for the College of Engineering there. He went over the different types: uh, civil, mechanical, electrical, and we even have because we're in Vegas, it's entertainment engineer. So they're like with all the backstages and all that stuff for like Circus Olay and things like that. But I was just, yeah, blown away. I'd never known there was this career out here because I'm like, man, this sounds fun, you know, and <laughs> you can do a career that I, I like, but it was just neat and hearing about the different backgrounds of it. So that kind of planned the seed. I was in the next to me from class was my friend Michael. And we actually went through college together. He was a mechanical engineer. I met and I him, electrical. right?
0: Did I walk yes. with him at your wedding? Yes.
1: Yeah. He yes. was, I don't know if you paired up or not. You probably were. I, I think
0: so. And I got yep. them all to go up and dance at the reception. That and his
1: is really cool. He's actually uh, like a test flight test engineer um, for the Navy. He did like Marine one and different cool. testing of uh, things. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, But yep, yep. So that was sophomore year. uh, And then kind of going in through, let's see, so senior year. uh, So right there, I kind of knew I wanted to do engineering. uh, And really, I really liked UNLV. I think it was senior year, uh, like the first semester, they had a tour I could do at the College of Engineering. I was blown away by it all. And you could see they were building this new uh, building for research and everything. So it was like upcoming I knew in like a few years, they'd even be more engineering and everything like that. So really liked UNLV, applied for the school, but uh, biggest trip, um, and I don't want to spend too much on it, but uh, getting scholarships uh, at the one I did, the ACT and SAT. I took those and I didn't know there was, you know, I did okay on them, but I didn't know if I would gotten a certain score because my GPA was so good. If I would have gotten just a little bit higher I would have gotten from the College of Engineering and the Honors College because I applied there like a full ride. So Michael ended up getting that whole thing from the UNLV. Mm -hmm. And then I was all bummed, uh, but it ended up working out, finding out these different ones. I went and talked to my counselor. And the first key point I wanted to say is local scholarships. And I know you've talked about that, but this was called the Public Education Foundation. And it was in Nevada, but you talk to your counselors in high school, if you're still in high school, and they they pointed me to it and it was a foundation that had a whole bunch of scholarships people do, but just for seniors coming out. So I got a whole list of them from there and other lists and just started applying to all these different scholarships. I knew I was doing engineering and uh, I've talked, I think you've talked about as well. You can reuse those same essays. So a lot of it was why you want to be an engineer or why you want to do this for a career. Um, Another one is why you want to go to college. And so I had like those two essays had my mom help re- like read through it, proofread it and we we had it down pretty good. You could edit, it, you make it personalized for each scholarship like the beginning paragraph or something like that. Yeah, you can adjust uh,
0: points, but like it's so much faster than people know. Like you oh, can yeah. apply for a ton of scholarships fast if you recycle it.
1: Yes. And so I applied for I'd say like 12 or 15 coming out and I just wanted to point some out and then we can go into I know a big thing was cool about continuing to get scholarships, but uh Just a broad overview of what I had for the cost to attend school. So engineering, the track record for doing it in four years was like insane. Like your junior and senior year would have been 18 credits for engineering. It was, uh, (laughs) I mean, even if any other major, that's hard. But then engineering, we had one credit classes that were labs that were three hours, and we'd take more time for that. So I knew I was going to probably most likely do five uh, years, so 10 semesters. And uh the price at UNLV again, nice going into a state school. Back then it was uh about twenty five hundred a semester it averaged. That's um, good. Depending on what my credits were. So multiply by ten semesters was twenty five thousand dollars and then I did four summers about a thousand dollars each. So came to around twenty nine thousand and then books were five hundred times a semester, so around five thousand. So I had a total of thirty four thousand for tuition, books and I was going to live at home. So I knew that. So that kind of had the number. And now looking back here with what I got from as a senior, and I was valedictorian, which was very nice, helpful for the they asked for. I TKs remember and, you. Uh, um, yeah. Where did
0: you do your speech? I, was it at the one of the stadiums? It was in New or
1: Orleans, there? I think.
0: OK. All right. At one yeah, of the they yeah. had a
1: stadium. They have they perform like Toby Max performed there and stuff. And nice so it's a, like a different yeah arena. I was out
0: I was at if you're wondering guys I was out at his graduation in Vegas that's when you got the kiddies too
1: oh remember yeah that yep. um yeah <laughs> that was a
0: that was a cool he had this huge class and I was like I had like oh, yeah. six people in my class
1: <laughs> yeah I think it was like 350 or 400 uh students yeah and then yeah. I think we had like four valedictorians and four salutatorians because we all tied at 4.8 GPA nice. uh yeah so, but it's yeah, a crazy so,
0: CPA, dude.
1: <laughs> but a lot of those, there was one, uh, it was c- called AGC, which was associate general contractors. And they was talking about construction. And I remember when I looked at it, I'm like, well, I know I'm going to be engineering, but I don't know if I'm going in construction, but you know, I talked to my mom and we kind of like, well, yeah, it's still, it's going to be related to construction. What, you know, I, and, uh, so I applied for that one. It was a $12,000 scholarship. Uh, they only gave one a semester one a year i think and they would give me they split it down over the course of four years um they would pay it uh so what was it three thousand a year i think and i ended up winning that one i I, wow. I got to interview and that was the other thing is practice interviews it's similar to a job interview dress up all this stuff so a lot of these what i won were at interviews but yeah just going can I actually pause
0: them. you there that's sure. actually a good point um a lot of scholarships do have interviews if it's local but nowadays it might be you know maybe virtual because we can do that more Um, but also like one of the scholarships I got was an audition because it was choir but there are a ton of scholarships that you never see the people so anyone out there listening who is wondering about that because I haven't talked about interview um, stuff for scholarships much recently just kind of mention that expound on that maybe a little bit more Sure. Was it? Did you have to go to the school? So, in almost that, all of these,
1: like mm-hmm. I said, that I went to. So, a lot of them with that public education foundation, they had it. They had a facility. So, anyone who wanted to give a scholarship and went through them, they were able to do interviews right at their facility. Nice. So, I got called back. There was a couple I was finalist for. I know I was very close to, but again, it's like a job interview. Uh, the biggest thing you want to do. Is show interest. I would always make sure I'd ask because it's like in a memory of someone. A lot of the scholarships and say after you're at the very end, they have any questions. You say, yeah, I was wondering. I noticed the scholarship was in the name of someone. Can you? Uh, I would like to know who this was. And and then when uh, they explained cool. it, uh, one of them was you know the same situation where I had a friend I lost who played tennis, got in a car accident. Theirs was in memory of someone who was played tennis and I don't know if his car accident, but they had died early from something uh right out of high school so they were basically using that money they would pay for her for college to give to someone and so i just said you know it'd be an honor if i won the scholarship you know and it's all with sincerity it's true but i was really truly interested in yeah.
0: what these were for i um,
1: mean it was the parents who were part of the you know the board and, and then uh a yep. personal so, touch
0: that's such a good way to ask after something when it, even a job interview if somebody says do you have any questions it's great to have a yes. question that shows interest
1: that's where you can look at a lot of anything for a job interview kind of applies for the scholarship interview to be honest they just they really want to know they're, they're, they're we're giving you this money the other one is we're giving you a job right but we want to know will this help you and so a big question they would ask is um you you know would they would this money Uh, help or you know why why do you need this money and a lot of things were with the FAFSA our case was unique where are we made enough money but my mom was sick terminal the FAFSA doesn't ask anything about that what goes to medical costs and then she was using alternative medicines massage therapy all these different things that aren't reflective in my parents income right So, but they don't have that available, you know, what number they throw out each year. It's like 20,000 a year they could cover for, and it's like, no, when you look at the numbers practically, it's like, so that's what I would bring up in those. And then also it was actually where I didn't get anything from UNLV, where it wasn't automatic, like my friend Michael. And so I would tell them, no, I didn't get anything from the school. And they were just amazed I didn't get anything from it. But that's in those scholarships or in the interviews, that's where a lot of, you know, it's a personal touch they basically say do are you nice are you humble um things like that and a a lot from a job interview applies to scholarships
0: yeah i like how you mentioned sorry i like how you mentioned financial need because financial need is not just the estimated family contribution financial need is other things like your parents make too much but don't have enough in this other way you know you can expound upon that more
1: well and and that's where like fast it's kind of yeah I know they try to get a number but it doesn't touch on those different things so yeah And, and as well as I told them it would allow me not to have to work so I could focus on school you know I already said I worked real hard and all these other things but yeah I'm looking at the list of those and for coming out with those local scholarships I think almost all of them were interviews except for smaller like if it was above 2000 um that would that's what it was um, good point they want to know more but I even applied I really made them personal like I said even if I use the same essay that first uh, paragraph or at the end to say this is how I would take it it's the same as like a resume you always want to do personalize uh, at the top you know don't just say it's to get a job you say I want to get a job at this in this position at this company and it just takes a couple minutes but it shows you're taking the time and not just copying and pasting. So, one that really stood out too was it was someone who was a dancer um their career and uh was in uh i think it was in memory of her husband or something but uh but yeah, I wrote a really um essay targeted for that, and I ended up winning it I, you know I wasn't even doing anything dancing related or related stuff, but I guess yeah, just being personal in the essays uh she liked it, and I won it, or you know, but yeah, so cool. just just overall, I ended up being blessed i got thirty four thousand dollars from scholarships outside of unlv uh so that if it if i'm doing my math right at least with the rounding that was the same price as what attendance and books were so basically at the time looking at it because i still needed food and gas i wasn't working so i said well that gets me three years out of the five if i include food and gas or now looking back it's that paid for all my tuition and books so then we fast forward to School And I know you've touched upon it about not just the school website. So you got to do the FAFSA. There's a one for the school scholarship. And then I had, the, I was a part of the Honors College and I applied for that. There's They more. had an Honors yeah. College scholarship application. Then the College of Engineering had a scholarship application. If you were going to minor in anything, say you're going to minor in math, they might have mathematics or whatever your minor is. Look at that. And they have, it's on Mine's a huge university. It was 26,000 kids um, attending at the time I was there. It's probably bigger now. Uh, so it's huge. So they have in the college, in the university itself, individual colleges, business college, any of those. Ask around. And I like what you said is just keep being pushy. I, I know I asked with um, the honors scholarship. Um, when my friend got I kept asking different questions how did I get it can I retake the ACT right now to get it you know I kept trying to push it to see that um, but so what once I started school I kept looking and I applied for those and what was cool too is another tip I wanted to say is look at your emails from your schools Um, I had to talk to a lot of kids and they I would take even just 30 minutes and scan through them delete, delete but then I find oh this is a scholarship it's you know it's a week to apply outside of the normal time and that's actually I wanted to point out one big one is what was it my sophomore year no junior year of college there was a NASA grant um, so it was called the Nevada NASA grant they wanted someone who's going into aeronautics space and even at that time I didn't know I was going to go in that but I was doing a STEM field so they said the science, technology, yeah. engineering. If it's
0: related at all, right?
1: Yes. Yeah. And, and and you can, and again, it's not to be, well, and you said about it, n- not everyone applies for it, but I used, I was able to use the same essay that I used for everyone and then fix it up. And this was three years into school. And that actually gave me $2,500 for two semesters. I applied for that. Then it came open again. And I'm like, I don't know if I'll get it again. Cause they might give it to someone else. I applied again and I got it for a third semester. So three wow. semesters, if you remember back in there, that was my tuition for each semester with $2,500, and they were given 2500 a semester. So that one was cool, and that one is really neat because they still track me now. Every year, they want to track to see if I got into a field. So when I worked at Hoover Dam, I could say, yeah, I'm in a STEM field. And then when I got a job at NASA, I can say, yep, now I'm in NASA. And they, I'm sure they love that. They saw that the grant did wow. what it was – they were intending to do so. It's cool each year when I say, "Yep, I got a job at NASA." <laughs> it's cool filling out the survey for that, and I think they track that for 30 years or my career. Wow. Uh, so, and then the other one was also look out for if you have parents who are in unions. That was one when, when I was entering school. My dad had a, he had two unions actually, so it was a local one and then the state. And I applied for those. It was for incoming freshmen. I won that. And then about it was my very last semester. They opened it up because they weren't getting enough applicants for people who are graduating high school to anyone who's in college. So it was like towards the very end, I think I had two more months left of school and I applied for it. I applied for it and, and I won it. So I was like, I won that one twice. So it was a $1,000 helped me get through the end of school. And <laughs> so it, it's things like that. Just keep your ears perked. Because even like mine, I'm looking at work. I'm like, oh, my work has a scholarship. A lot of companies, their parents, it's for their kids. And that's one where it's very specific because you got to be working mm-hmm. at that job. And then they have to have kids that age of college age or graduating
0: basically probably NASA is going to help put your kids through college eventually. <laughs> Maybe. <I know>. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and uh, what's exciting. I know you've had other people on there about, I love to do like with Dave Rams, you know, at the end of your life, I'm going to love giving scholarships back. Cause like they helped me set up so early in life. Uh, but yeah, so basically, like I said, entering high st- or college was paid for tuition and books. Then, uh, looking back now at everything that was covered I because I bought my own food when I was on campus or when I brought my lunch I would pay my parents the supplies for the lunch the groceries and then I would still keep that if i had extra money but then I also bought a tank of gas a week was forty five dollars back then now it's probably 60 bucks but
0: yeah but uh, everyone listen he had a lot to drive around Vegas it's a good chunk of time oh, it's not yeah. just like the community college that's down the road well, from
1: you. yes exactly it's and it, that was really good at commuting, but I would have to spend the whole day there. So it was, if during rush hour was like 10 to, f- well, no, so like six in the morning to nine, you don't want to drive anywhere that time where it'd be double or triple the time. And then like 4.30 to 6.30. So I would usually go to the library and study instead of being in the car for 30, 45 extra minutes and get home hour and 15 minutes. Wow. I'd get there at half an hour. But I was able to focus that time and do work, and then I had a shorter drive and uh just go to the library. They have those quiet rooms and stuff like that. But, yes, commuting, too, was uh staying at home. But, yeah, so calculating that out was the food and tink uh, of gas. Over the five years, I counted about $10,000 for each of those. And then I had my cell phone I paid for, all from scholarships. Wow. So I had a total cost of 21000 and then what I got in scholarships during school was 22,500. so that extra 1500 paid for like maintenance car maintenance even. so or I got a computer laptop but and then sometimes engineering books would be higher. so overall it averaged out. it really basically broke even. and then uh, my senior year I also got that internship at Hoover Dam. So what I was able to do with that is basically there was times when I would put in my 401k 100 percent of my salary. And starting wow. up my retirement because I already had college prepped. And so I was, you know, putting it in there and uh, I was able to start at 22 already saving for college because I didn't have to worry about student loans. You
0: mean retirement.
1: Oh, exactly. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> retirement. Yeah.
0: Steven, yep. you're my inspiration, even though I also <laughs> did it and talked with you somewhat then, but like not as much, you know, I love that. So basically, can um, you were doing a few different numbers there. And yes. um, I was a math minor, but I tell you what, it's the end of a Monday night and I lifted weights today. I am tired. So I didn't calculate all of that. What did that add up to that you had gotten so or paid my for total, everything, even I'll for like you your two. cell phone and everything?
1: Yeah, so c- school or tuition, books, and, you know, all the miscellaneous was total of 34000 and then with food, gas, cell phone was twenty-one thousand. So that's a total of fifty-five thousand dollars. I got in scholarships. Uh, well, actually, no, I got fifteen hundred more than that. So yeah, fifty-six thousand five hundred dollars.
0: Wow.
1: Um, so Dude. a little bit. Yeah, extra. that's gonna
0: be in the title of this. I was gonna make someone push on <laughs> this, you know, click on this so that they can listen. That's why I needed And again, numbers.
1: it was nothing really from the school at first. So but I did get stuff when I applied each year for the four years after that. I got about two thousand five hundred each year from the engineering college and then about a thousand dollars from Hunters College. So
0: But the big thing is like that you did all of that with not mainly from the school and yes. not working. Right. Like, because then, because then you. And got then it, when I did get G, a job, the then it was all then. just
1: put toward retirement because I had everything paid for. Yeah.
0: Yep. Wow. Wow.
1: So again, like I said, a couple takeaways of what I would say from all that, and I know hopefully it was interesting, but apply to local scholarships, you know, and the same with targeted emails from when you're in school any of those that's actually even how i got the job at hoover dam they they post them in there so you know be on the lookout for some of those reuse essays but make them personalized so don't just copy and paste take the time for the intro and conclusion you know basically to target that and then prep and be ready for interviews don't let them scare you you can practice with someone a friend family member anything like that, just like a job interview. And it'll actually help you for job interviews. And if you can learn just to relax, but I dressed up, everything like that. So, and then apply to those scholarships, the ones that are specific to the school. You know, if you're going engineering business, any of those, ask around and say, is there a general scholarship? And a lot of times I found out because like I said, the FAFSA didn't help us, but the FAFSA was required to be filled out. They didn't care if you made $500,000 And it was just academically based. If you didn't fill out the FAFSA, they wouldn't give you the academic scholarships. So a lot of people think, oh, I won't won't qualify. And then you would be. And then the other thing I talked to a lot of friends in school who had great grades is the other thing is think about when you apply for the scholarships as you're paying yourself. So if you win of it, because I talked to someone, I'm like, it only takes two hours at most to apply for this. And I could win. T- I could get a thousand dollars in scholarship. I said that's five hundred dollars an hour. But a lot of my friends who were smart, who were busy in school, didn't want to take that time. And the ones I did end up winning a lot of them. And uh, so, like I said, don't think of it as—I w- mean, think of it as work, and that's your job. So you're you're paying yourself if you win, even just a certain percentage of them.
0: Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And so, were did you tell your friends? And they were like surprised that you actually got it, or or that. Not that they didn't. I I would tell them, and I told them,
1: I told them how to do it, and they just, you know, and it's it's kind of similar. What I find about now is some people don't even want to think about retirement or things like that. I'm like, it's really easy, and it's really, you know, maybe they didn't believe it, or they just didn't want to put the work in. Mm -hmm. The essays Mm -hmm. do turn a lot of people off, but I said you could even have your English teacher in high school have it ready, and then just keep adding to that and focusing it on those. So. It's funny because it was all a lot of, I know a lot of engineers, it's tough for them writing essays, and that's not their forte, but that's how you win a lot of the scholarships. But Mm -hmm. I'd say overall, I used probably three or four essays the whole time, all those scholarships I applied for. And, I, you know, I edited it up a little bit, but probably half an hour to fix it.
0: I need to do so some, I'm, my mind I mean first of all I'm amazed at this <clears throat> at the story I mean I've kind of known but not gone through the whole story with mm-hmm. you but secondly I'm just imagining what I'm going to do for the title of this basically you got like fifty five thousand dollars on the back of like four essays like it's <laughs> in essence <laughs> you know that's crazy and guys if you noticed I didn't list any questions I just let him tell a story and he basically gave me a whole uh, podcast <laughs>
1: uh, yeah. just
0: from that because you listed each of those takeaways so definitely yeah. guys i love these takeaways like um initiating checking uh, reusing uh essays checking different places at your school like all of the things that it really is possible and the fact that he didn't steven you didn't get the majority and in initially from your school shows that there are other options so i actually applied for scholarships with essays but mine's a little different I didn't get I didn't get awarded any scholarships that I applied with essays so I didn't get any essay scholarships awarded until like my last year and a half or something of college and that doesn't mean don't do it it also for you like doesn't mean don't look at your school stuff but just that it is possible to do it outside of your school right and then again
1: a lot of them were interviews too so yeah That gets you kind of, I thought of the essay as like your resume to get your foot in the door to the interview. And, uh, yeah. And yep, exactly.
0: Dude. Well, um, I think I need to upgrade to the next level of Zoom because apparently I only have three minutes left. I didn't realize I was on a 40 minute Zoom thing. So but that's a pretty good amount of time. I feel like if it's much, much longer, it'd be a long podcast. episode. Yeah, to help
1: so. you stay concise. Right. You're like, all <laughs> right, wrap it did. up is what they're saying. Yeah.
0: Can you can you summarize if there's any other point you want to make or encouragement that you want to give to these students in this last maybe like two minutes? Um, yeah, and and what
1: I can say is, as you can say, we we talked about at the beginning was, uh, it was just my passion was engineering, and I think a lot of it came through the essays and interviews. They could see, you know, my face brightens up when I talk about this stuff. Even now, I love talking about my job, and anyone asks, I say I found my dream job. So, I I know that passion can shine through if you find something which you like. But I'd also recommend a book. It's called uh, "What Colors Your Parachute." Um, and so I don't know if you heard it, there's been different, your, um,
0: your mom told me about that yeah. years ago yeah. when I was going through, and there's different
1: there. things of for what people like for career. There might be job security. It might be salary. You might, you might want to work less hours. You might want more vacation, but reading that book. And I think there's some different ones that help find your focus of what you want. I ended up getting a, uh, government job where I love it. Secure to help for my family. And, you know, it's so consistent. six kids. And I know stuff has a lot of paperwork sometimes, but it's just part of being in the system. I know, I know I can find the rules and post it right to them and say, nope, this bylaw section three, five says this. And they're like, Oh, you're right. And so I just love that kind of thing. So that's, that's the big takeaway I'd say is show your passion through if you can find it. And, uh, yeah, I think it shines through when you apply for these
0: scholarships. I love that. I love that. This is such an inspiring story. Guys, this is my cousin Stephen. NASA engineer, um, all the cool things, father of six to be like so much that he does and he has his dream job and he had no debt out of college and starting into retirement and all the things. So he's just someone to emulate. I really thank you for coming on, Stephen. And guys, until next time, we'll keep having some advice and some interviews, guest interviews to help you have enough money and mental peace for college. Thank you so much. And we'll see you next time. Guys, if you loved, loved that episode, could you go ahead over into the Christian College Grow community on Facebook, Facebook not Facebook. <laughs> Go and join that. There are a few questions we'll have you answer just to know what your situation is if you're in college and such. And um, I would love for you to post three emojis on how inspired this episode makes you feel. And also let us know you listened to episode 92 about how my cousin earned $55,000 in college scholarships from four recycled essays. So go ahead and show some crazy cool emojis, three of them, if you please, over in the Facebook group. Again, that is the Christian College Girl Community. If you're a dude listening, we welcome you as well. As you can tell, I had my male cousin on the show. It's just I generally talk to who I was several years ago and so i'm a girl (laughs) so we would love to have anybody come on over to the christian college girl community on facebook let us know how much you loved steven's episode and we'll catch you next time bye hey girl okay so before you run off to calculus if this podcast has brought you any encouragement would you please write a review on itunes or take a screenshot post it in your insta stories and tag me